Want to be confident when talking about yourself and explaining what you do? Join my free 21-day confidence building course. You'll learn how to construct a personal elevator pitch, learn how to not be awkward in social situations, how to have awesome conversations, among other important skills to help you crush life. Best of all, it's free. Sign up now at freeconfidencecourse.com. From the C Method, my name is Christina Cantors, and this is Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you communicate with confidence and clarity so you can get what you want in business and in life. To subscribe to the show and download the back catalogue, go to thecmethod.com slash podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the show. I took a week off last week unintentionally. Things have been crazy in Christina land. If you follow me on Facebook, you'll know that I pitched my business, The C Method, as a finalist in the RMIT University Business Plan Competition. Now, I find out if I've won the $25,000 first prize tomorrow, which is pretty exciting, and I'll be, I'll be reporting on that next week, of course. Anyway, I've got a rocking episode for you today. Let's get straight into it. I'm very excited to have my friend and YouTube sensation, James Tew, on the show, and he'll be sharing with you how to stand out using video. James recently started a video show called A Dad's Mission for Success, where he shares tips and advice on business and entrepreneurship in his own unique entertaining style. Now, not long after he launched, his show was picked up by the Entrepreneur Network channel, and now his videos get thousands of views through their exposure. James is a really great example of how to be creative and get started in video, and we talk about why video is such a great marketing tool, how to overcome your fears of the haters and overcome the self-doubts, and also some simple steps for getting started. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash James. Okay, let's get into it. Please welcome the very charismatic Mr. James Tew. So I liked your video about the green smoothies. Did you? I just had a green smoothie just then. Yeah. Can I I give you a, a, a word of advice? Yes. Do not put frozen avocado in your smoothie. Well, well, no, I wouldn't put frozen avocado. <laughs> Just in case you're considering it, that will yeah. mess your smoothie up. Yeah, it's so not a, a good a time. Of, a friend, yeah, a friend of mine was telling me about his green smoothie. I think he puts avocado in. It. I don't think he puts frozen avocado. But yeah, I mean, I I haven't had a green smoothie in a few days now. But I was trying to do thirty days of green smoothies. I kept running out of greens, so I just sort of gave up. <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh, but it's like, so hard. I don't know if you can buy spinach and cucumber. But um, no, it, I mean, that video was really fun to make. Um, and I was actually interviewed this morning. So you're the second interview this week and I've got three more to go. Uh, I wanted and, – and this guy, Bellagio, he asked me, he's like, you know, why why do you make videos about like relationships, green smoothies? And I was like, well, there's two reasons, right? One, green smoothies are, are freaking massive. Like people just love green smoothies. It's one of the most searched for topics on YouTube at the moment. And two, it's just an obscure relation that I can still sort of relate it to, but is about business and I can still sort of give a lesson. And so immediately when people see the title, they're like, what the heck is he talking about? And it just sort of piques the interest, right? And gets people on the video. And that's one of the reasons why I think it's like really cool to think outside the box. Mm. That's why I wanted to speak to you. Oh, there we go. I wanted to get you on the show. Maybe maybe (laughs) that's the perfect segue into the show (laughs) from our chat. I was trying to do that nice and... Um, surreptitiously, 
Yeah. So now you've gone and told everyone that that's the same way. We're into it now. That's all I don't right. need to hear the banter. That's the pre show banter. Hey, um, so yeah. you started, you actually started with a podcast, the Rebrand Podcast. Did. Why did you switch to video? Uh, everyone hated my show. Now, um, look, uh, podcasting got me down, you know, down and out. And there's, there's a couple of reasons why I came across the video. Firstly, the podcast was amazingly good fun. And that was how you and I originally first met for all, for all the listeners wondering why we're so witty and uh, casual <laughs> with each other. Um, and I interviewed you on your creativity. And, and that it, just, and that just killed all your passion for podcasting. You're like, ah, nah, Christina, yeah, that's it. I'm done. done. I'm I done. cannot compete. <laughs> How can you get bigger than that? <laughs> There's nowhere to go after me. <laughs> who's next? God? I don't know. Um, yeah, so podcast, I mean, podcasting's fun, right? And I still, I still have the show. It's still available on Audio Boom, who you introduced me to. Mm. Um, and occasionally I put up an episode. The reason I think my podcast didn't take off as I had um, all these grand illusions, you know, I was going to be the face of podcasting for Australia and all this sort of load of baloney. Um, but it didn't take off because it wasn't unique. It wasn't creative. It was a cookie cutter approach. It was let's get someone on. Let's talk about them. Mm, meh, right? Like it wasn't, um, it was, it, it was missing something. It was missing sass. Mm lack of a better term. And I'm a very visual person. Um, whenever I speak to people, if I go to like an event or a conference or something like this, like I'm always waving my arms around. And if anyone's seen any of my videos, like I'm, I, I tend to wave my arms and throw it at the camera and stuff. And with podcasting, I just felt that, that, that was sort of like my limit for me. Like I couldn't get that across. My personality couldn't come across in, in voice enough because I wasn't doing most of the talking. Like I was interviewing people. So, Video, like I had a DSLR laying around um, that we used to like to shoot family photos and stuff. And I'd said to my wife that I'd always really wanted to get back into video. I did a lot as a teenager, like just shooting dumb skate movies. And um, I was like, well, I've got all this knowledge that I've collected over the years. You know, maybe I should just make some videos because my personality will come out in video a lot better. And she's like, you're an idiot. I was like, okay, cool. I'll go buy some lights then. So, <laughs> so I went and bought some video <laughs> lights off eBay. They're like a hundred bucks. And um, I literally just pushed all the rubbish and all the crap aside in my garage, made like one single clean line for where I stand. I, you know, hung up a canvas I had laying around and put a snowboard that I've never used and I bought for 90 bucks because it was on sale. <laughs> you I never used that snowboard. I was, I saw it and I was yeah. like, hey, I like this guy. Well, I've, Snowboards I've as a, well. I've got a surfboard no. out of the frame. <laughs> I might put the surfboard in there and just change it up, see what people say. And yeah, I just, I made the switch because, you know, people, people say video is a saturated market. Like 300 hours of video being uploaded every minute to YouTube. I'm like, yes, okay, yeah, it is. But video is not a saturated market when we look for good quality content. I mean, how many of those hours up being uploaded every minute are teeny boppers chasing around one direction of five sauce going, oh my God, oh my God. Like, it, it, or how many of those hours? There's a lot of terrible video. Exactly. Like, how many <laughs> of those hours is Minecraft videos? Or how many are like World of Warcraft videos? Whereas, you know, like I had a look at a lot of the entrepreneur stuff people are doing. The big name guys pay production companies to come in and shoot for them. But a lot of us commoners, myself and you included, tend to shoot pretty ordinary looking video because one, we don't want to spend all the money on like equipment rather than investing in ourselves and our business. And two, 
we don't know what the frick to talk about. And a lot of people are uncomfortable in front of cameras. So it's sort of like become sort of my mission now that evolved from wanting to be the face of podcasting and being that guy to now really focusing on helping entrepreneurs build relationships and grow strength, courage, and confidence to build their brand with video. And the reason why strength is in there is because it takes like a lot of like self, like, you know, like a lot of internal strength and courage and, and, and self-confidence to really just do it and get it out there. And I feel like I'm the sort of guy to, to, to help people do that and bring that and, uh, and just, you know, light a fire under people's bums and, and make them do it. That's great. Cause I know that video, especially seeing yourself on video, especially for the first time or the first few times yeah. is extremely confronting for a lot of people. And I know that, I know that a lot of people know that, oh yeah, I should do video. I should do more of that, but it's just very, very scary. So I congratulate you for doing that. Thanks, man. What's so, so your show is dad's mission for success. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of the umbrella what's, show. What's the story behind that? It was sort of a long, when I started the rebrand podcast, right? I really wanted to focus on rebranding your mindset and thinking less about just, you know, going to school, getting a job and just paying the bills for your family. Um, and, and, and being a 27 year old dad of four girls, I'm, I'm just a dad trying to make a difference in the world. Like we were talking about world domination, but in the pre-chat, but, um, you know, I don't want, I don't want to dominate the world, but I want to like leave a legacy and be that legacy in the fact that, you know, I've been successful in helping 100,000 entrepreneurs achieve their dreams or whatever it is. And I think we all define success differently. So it was really just a really practical way of saying, look, I'm a dad. I'm on a journey to achieve something that I deem to be success, um, be that, you know, money, um, or whatever. And I want you to join me. And the, and the show is really about a journey. And I think that shows in the fact that every month I publish a monthly mission update which is like, you know, and, and sort of the mission stuff is a play in my, um, my former, well, my career. And I, I published a monthly mission update and from everything, right? Like from like, here's how many Facebook likes I got this month. Here's how many unlikes I got. Here's how much money I made. Last month was $2.19. That's all I made. <laughs> right? Like not much. And, and it's all about transparency. And I really want to take people on this journey and say, look, man, I'm, look, I'm 27, four kids. If I can do this stuff, you there at 44 with a whole heap of cash behind you, you can do this too. It's just a matter of putting yourself out there, being vulnerable and being open and being open to, you know, people helping and helping other people. You can do it too. And that's really sort of, you know, I was hoping that, that the dad's mission for success would really just sort of like trigger something in people. Um, and, and I mean, it has, it's sort of stuck, which is, which is cool. It's better than only getting like 10 listens per episode on a podcast. Well, you have a very entertaining way of presenting. Thank you. I must say. Thank you. Uh, your videos are really funny. I really like them. Well, that, but that, you know, that's, the, and that's the thing. Like we, we talk about video and we talk about entrepreneurship and business and stuff. It's really freaking boring. Like it's boring stuff. Like half the stuff is like, if you want to get more likes on YouTube and stuff, you know, well, let's, let's, let's stop. Let's take a bit of, you know, let's approach it in a different way. Let's approach it in a fun way. Let's poke fun at ourselves and let's just, you know, bring like obscure humor. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not naturally a funny guy. I'm just an idiot who just puts it on camera. You know, <laughs> well, I, think, I think you are a naturally funny guy because it's working for you because you're coming across as you're very humorous when you come across and you have a way with, 
you know how to edit things together and add in the music and everything. Actually, you didn't have music at the start, did you? No, I no, one of your yeah, first videos. yeah. I didn't, mm. I didn't, I didn't have music at the start, and that's something I certainly learned over the course of sort of the last ten weeks. Is you know, like oh, I've never been to film school. If anyone's listening, going, oh, this guy knows how to edit because he's been in film school. I've, you know, I've never done that. I spent probably. <laughs> probably a better part of like six or seven months watching YouTube tutorials because I was too chicken to do video um, and put myself on camera. And so I just watched all these tutorials on how to make videos. And um, I got to the point where it was like the rubber needs to hit the road and I just did it, right? I just learned throughout the way. And there was one thing, music was one thing that I learned. And I, and I thought about it in a practical way, you know, just recently. And I was like, well, how much of the budget do Hollywood blockbuster films put into the, like their music scores? You know, like huge amounts, you know, and, and that's really what makes a movie. Would a horror movie be the same without dramatic music? No, absolutely not. Exactly. So why aren't we using music to emphasize points? And by that, I mean, you know, if you watch a video and um, I don't try and do this, if I'm trying to hit home like a really important point in the video, I'll always stop the music. Because, like, everyone's listening along, they're listening along, listening along. Maybe it's in the background, they're not really paying attention. But then suddenly the music stops and I lay down a truth bomb People naturally go, huh? And yeah. something's changed. Something's changed in this environment. What's up? And that's sort of one way that I used to hit home points in the video. Tell me about the very first video you put out. Yeah. Man, I looked like a bum. I was like wearing a $5 <laughs> flannel. I hadn't shaved in like three weeks. And that was part of the plan. Um, I'd like to say that it was all natural, but it was always part of a plan to just come across as real and as raw as possible. And it's still something, still something I'm, 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 you know, I'm emulating. I'm not, I don't go and brush my hair. I'm losing my hair at a rapid pace. So, you know, I've got to maintain as much of it as I can. But like the first video was something, I think I heard it from Noah Kagan years ago about how to find out what people actually want. And I guess that's, you know, one of the biggest issues when people are starting businesses or when people are starting anything new is like, what exactly do I create because I don't know, I don't have an audience. I don't have anyone I can survey, whatever. And, um, I'm sure I heard, I'm sure it was Noah and he, and, and he said it and he was like, you know, go to the three star reviews on Amazon in the Kindle section and just read the three star reviews for, you know, 10 or 20 books and see if there's any common themes and then go and address those common themes. Um, because that's what people are complaining about. And so I just, I just did that in a video. I think it was like two minutes 50 or something like that. And it just got a massive reaction, right? Like, um, I, I use self-deprecating humor. So I just made fun of myself a little bit. Um, and people kind of pointed out and said, stop doing that. You know, it's funny the first time, the second time it's just stupid. So, you know, it was just a sort of a feedback loop, but it was just, it was just raw, man. Like, and, and it was really fun. I look back on it now going, uh, would I change things? I probably wouldn't change it. You know, like, you know, when you release your first podcast episode, you go, Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't good either, but you got to start somewhere. Exactly. And, and I think, you know, like I put up a photo on Instagram the other week. The only person you can should compare yourself to, um, compare yourself to is yourself, like where you started from. There's no point me looking at you and going, Oh, you know, Christine is so much more successful than me, and, which I do every day. But, um, I'm just <laughs> like, Oh, you know, like I shouldn't compare myself to, you know, the Lewis house. And I know that you're a big fan of Lewis, but you know, I shouldn't look at him and go, Oh, why aren't I like Lewis? Well, you know, I could, I could want to emulate his successes, but I shouldn't compare myself and I shouldn't get down on myself because of what, you know, influences have been doing it 10, 20 years. You know, are these guys are doing, you know, I've been doing it like two years. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something that we always need to remind ourselves of. 
I know when I first got started, I was like, why am I, why is this not happening? Why is that not happening? And then I realized, Christina, you've been doing this for three months. Just calm the F down. Yeah, yeah. Calm your farm. (laughs) Or as Calvin Coyles would say, cool your tits. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's a funny theme about that one. I I don't know if you've seen it off the sentence here. It's like, tits going everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, it's funny. Okay. I look forward to it. Um, (laughs) Hey, let's talk about being creative. Yes. Because that's something I know you're a big fan of. I'm a big fan of it. And you're clearly letting your creative juices flow with your video series, which is fantastic. So we both know the importance of being creative. And I just want to know what's been so far the biggest benefit to you. It's just standing out, right? Like I think Mm. when we talk about creativity, like whenever someone says be creative, the first thing I immediately think of is your rap to Pat. (laughs) And And I included that in a video recently, right? <coughs> so I got, yes, I appreciate that. Again, like that was massive band for the moment. Um, <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So whenever, whenever someone says, you know, you need to let your creativity go, I automatically just go, Christina, because that was like, for me, I think that's one of my biggest inspiration points. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on your show, but I'm like genuinely impressed and and consistently, you know, inspired by that video. And I show everyone that I can, right? Like I'm, I'm, and I, I honestly, Aww. I'm not just saying that because. That the way that you did that, just put yourself out there in such a vulnerable position, but you reaped so many rewards. And I, and I think if we're talking about creativity and we're thinking about how we can be creative, I think, you know, a lot of the most successful creative things, we have to put ourselves out there and we have to be vulnerable to criticisms and we have to be vulnerable and be different, right? People criticize people for being different. Have a think about like bullying and stuff like that. People pick on different people mm. and that's what creativity is, you know? I, you know, if it wasn't you know, people beasting on like Steve Jobs when he created Apple or, you know, like I'm sure Walt Disney was picked on because he sort of like wanted to make animated movies at the time. And, you know, they were making still stop motion movies and all that sort of stuff. Right. I think we really have to just let our true self be unleashed. And I, you know, the latest video I did, which was last week was on, um, you know, how to stand out. And I think, you know, and that's the one that you were in and, and, and really putting yourself out there and just saying, you know what, I'm going to give this a crack. I don't, you, you have to have that thick skin um, to sort of just go, you know what, I don't really care what people think, but, you know, just think wild. You know, we're, we're living in such an inspirational age where we can do things like get on Skype and interview for podcasts or, you know, I can incorporate a video that you've done in the past that's inspired me to unleash my creativity and just say, you know what, stuff it. I don't care what people think. That sort of inspires me. And that's really what I try and get across to people. People are very, I say this with, you know, like, I'm not like trying to like throw everyone in the same basket or anything, but, you know, traditionally people are very reserved. We don't want to put ourselves in a vulnerable position because we're afraid of what people will think about us. But I think to be different, to stand out and be creative and be considered to be creative, you need to put yourself in that vulnerable position and really just sort of like, well, suck it up and just get it done. Definitely. I've witnessed this firsthand where someone's been afraid to put themselves out there. I I had a a friend approach me and actually say, Hey, I want to reach out to this person because I want, they they wanted to have their their work, their artwork displayed in this particular venue. And they wanted to get in touch with the person who was curating. 
and they said, oh, do you think this email's okay? I said, it's okay, but if you really want their attention, I would make them a video. Yeah. And I explained how cool a video would be and how it would really work and get their attention, blah, blah, blah. And they were super enthusiastic. They were like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, sounds good. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll do a video. Yeah. And then the next day I went up to them and I was like, hey, how'd you go with that video? And they said, oh, I decided not to do it. Yeah. I said, why not? And they said, oh, I didn't want, I didn't want them to think that I was being creepy uh. or come across as creepy. I said, do, do you know for a fact that you would come across as creepy? And they were like, no, but I just, that, I just think that they, that they would. Um, so I don't, I, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you, you know, and that's the perfect example of like doing a video of yourself and potentially coming across as creepy is a risk, right? Yeah. That's a risk. You don't know if they're going to think that you're creepy or not, but how will you ever know unless you do it? And the benefits, if it actually works, is, is going to be amazing. They're going to be huge. So it's, I think a lot of people sort of, they get enthusiastic about creative ideas and then they start to overthink it yeah. and go, oh, but this might happen, this might happen, this might happen. And then it just kills the enthusiasm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, we want if we want to be successful in life, um, if we want to achieve anything in life, if it was easy, everyone would have done it. You know, if it, if it, yes. if it wasn't risky, if it wasn't putting ourselves on the line and, uh, you know, reputation, I'm going to put reputation in quote unquote there, but you know, you, you just got to do it. And this is the thing. Like everyone's like, how do you, how do you make cre- such creative videos? I wish I could tell you I have this amazing creative process where I like lay on a sun bed and I'm, you know, I just create creative ideas come to me nine times out of 10. I'm in the freaking shower or I'm driving to work or something. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, what am I going to do? And like, I like, jump out of the shower and like turn on the voice memo on my phone. I just yell at my phone for like 30 seconds. And then like I go back and revisit it. So it's not this magical process. Don't think that Christina, you know, for the audience listening, don't think Christina and I have the secret sauce and we're drinking from the same Kool-Aid. The only Kool-Aid we're drinking from is that we're willing to, you know, just put ourselves out there regardless of what the next person thinks. Yeah. That's a big part of it. It's just not, just not caring really. Yeah, I don't give a, I and then, and the thing is, and the thing is, the more you do it, the more you do it, the easier it gets too. It's just yeah. like anything that's difficult at the start. Yep. So you, you think of something cool, you Im- implement it, you see that, Hey, that actually worked. And then, and then it helps those idea juices to flow as well. The more ideas you have. Yeah. And the more you put yourself out there, the more uh, feedback you're going to get, the more things people are going to say and offer you feedback, like, you know, feedback and, and criticisms, mm. but also just say, I love this about this. Um, and that's what I found is like producing the videos and consistently producing the videos. So like once every Wednesday, and then uh, I'm going to start doing Friday and Sundays as well. It con- constant, you know, like consistently producing those, people will now expect them. I got an email from someone the other day going, where was the Friday video? I was like, well, like, dude, I'll, I'll, oh, sorry, Sunday. Where was the Sunday video? I was like, man, I was like dying on the couch. Like I, I didn't want to like produce <laughs> like a less than perfect video for you because I know the standards are so high. And, um, yeah. but, you know, that, that, that consistency. Um, and I think, you know, once you get yourself into a rhythm, the cre- you're going to find creative ideas in a lot of different spaces. You know, the video about green smoothies, was because I was trying to do a green smoothie challenge that I failed miserably, but it just came to me. I was like, you know, this is a obscure, an obscure way of telling a story and it is all about storytelling, but it's how you deliver the story that's exciting and, you know, passion filled to people. And I think bringing, bringing in inspiration from different areas of your life. Yeah, definitely. Also works. So like you 
don't even snowboard, but you brought a snowboard in. I own a snowboard. All right. I bought it <laughs> hey, I have to defend myself for this one, counselor. Um, so much for transparency, <laughs> James. Too. Yeah. So I have a. Sno- I, right, <laughs> let me let me let me clear the air here. I bought a snowboard because it was on sale from three hundred dollars to ninety nine dollars, and I bought the snowboard. But my wife was like 28 weeks pregnant. Oh, sorry, 30 weeks pregnant due to have our fourth daughter. And I was like, well, I'm going to go snowboarding. And she's like, no, you, no, you bloody hell not. I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying that it was her fault <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I didn't get to go snowboarding. But, um, and, and that and the fact that to like go snowboarding in Australia is like ridiculously expensive. I had to like sell a kidney to afford a lift pass. Yeah, it is bloody expensive. So your YouTube show has been picked up by another channel. Yeah. Is that correct? Uh-huh. Entrepreneur? Yeah. Is that the name of the channel? Uh, Entrepreneur Network. Is, Entrepreneur well, Network. Well, that's the network. Cool. It's, it, it's, it's Entrepreneur's official channel. Entrepreneur.com's official channel, but yeah. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So so what happens with that? Um, So my shows get syndicated across there or I produce exclusive content for them um, and the videos go live on Sunday. Part of part of the parcel of like coming on as a channel partner is um, – they sort of help me create my content, make connections with me and that sort of stuff in exchange for like a, a portion of the revenue. Um, so, you know, out of the $2, I think they get $7 or like or seven cents or something. It's really, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's more for the fact that they have some pretty interesting, read into this how you will, interesting channel partners and the content that they're producing is, is good. Like I think that there's value in the content. I think the production of the content can be improved. Um, and that's really sort of my next step is really trying to help them work with the people who are channel partners to make sure that the, the, the channel is really cool, uh, and really good production value. And it just means that my show gets shared to their 121, 122,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is really good. I mean, it's netted me. I think it's really sort of skyrocketed. It's, it's skyrocketed my profile in the fact that I now have the ability to say that I am a partner with entrepreneur.com. It also has helped the number of subscribers. I think I checked today in the last 28 days, I had 130 new subscribers or something. So, yeah. And I mean, YouTube, people say like 130 subscribers is pretty easy, is pretty easy to get. But, you know, YouTube is actually really difficult to get subscribers unless you're like 14, an absolute babe and love flat sauce. And, you know, I am neither one of those three <laughs> things. But you do have a very cool shower cap. I, yeah, I borrowed that from my <laughs> four-year-old. Uh, so they've, they've if you actually, haven't seen James. James wears this hot pink shower cap in one of his videos. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It's how to grab attention? Quite stunning. How to grab attention? <laughs> so they've asked us to actually. This is this is going to be really cool. They've asked us to produce a video on entrepreneurial nightmares, and um, one of one of my nightmares is I actually deleted my entire rebrand podcast website by accident. I was trying to migrate oh. to a new host, and I just freaking wiped the whole thing. Um, so that's really sort of my nightmare, what I'm going to be touching on. Um, but it's for Halloween, like it's for their Halloween season they have in the States. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's a really good partnership in closing. It's, um, it's, it's done wonders for me and, um, I'm really excited to see what happens in the future. And, you know, hopefully that can sort of lead to me being a contributor on the website as well. And, you know, it leads to other job opportunities, speaking opportunities, that sort of stuff. What's, what's your favorite thing to speak about? Um, probably how to stand out how to stand out using video. And I did a webinar on this yesterday and um, <laughs> stuffed it up. But it is now available on YouTube if you want to go and have a look at it. I re-recorded this morning. Um, Tell me about your webinars. How, how often are you doing them? Uh, I'm going to try and do one every two weeks. 
Okay. Yeah. Where can people where can people jump on the webinars? They will be sporadically promoted via my uh, website and also my Twitter, which is James underscore Chew, and also my ma- my mailing list as well. So if you go to my YouTube channel, you can join the Success Army. Success Army. Success Army. Awesome. Uh, from from YouTube. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll make you a special landing page because you're awesome. So if you go to um, go to jameschew.me slash Christina and you can jump on there and I'll send you a couple of free gifts as well. I've got some free stuff that I can. Oh, yeah. So, awesome. so I love freebies. Yeah. So that one's sort of like a, a framework that I use to create my videos um, and also um, some tools and some snappy tutorials that you guys can check out as well. What's Uh-oh. your first, what's your say step number one for someone who is brand new to video and they've never made a video before? Go and go and watch some tutorials on it. Check either you know, check out mine or um, check out some on YouTube. I think have an idea of what you want to convey in your video. The technical aspect that's easy to teach, right? Um, but I think you need to have sort of a clear focus on where you wanted to go. Like for me, mine was all about the journey. I wanted to take people on a journey from you know being that that employee to now being that entrepreneur, and I wanted to teach some lessons along the way. Of stuff that I've picked up over the last couple of years. So I think having a clear idea of, of the content or at least the, um, the sort of general theme of your show or the general theme of your videos is a lot better than just sporadically producing them because then, you know, people can follow the consistency through. They can sort mm-hmm. of, it's more likely for people to join and subscribe to your channel or follow your page on Facebook. And that's been another great thing for producing videos is that Facebook freaking loves videos which means you know my page has gone from like 47 likes to nearly 400 Mm. so you know i think having a consistent theme and one thing that i'm really trying to do and something that i would promote and encourage people to do if if they do want to get into video don't just launch into it just yet have a considered thought about firstly how often can you commit to making one maybe it's once a week maybe it's twice a week maybe it's once a month but having that consistency means that you can tell your audience when to expect new stuff from you and new content it's like a podcast and secondly i would work out themes for you know if you're producing once a week so for me october is really like a self-reflection and really like a self-interest type of month so go and buy yourself like a, a year calendar or even just a couple of months, or write on a piece of paper, work out a theme for that month, an overarching theme, and then devise your sort of content strategy around those themes. So, you know, for November, I'm really going to be focusing on like forward planning um, and like expectations, how to set your expectations up properly. And so then I can lead into December, which is sort of like, you know, embracing the rest, embracing the downtime and making sure that you still look after yourself because in the end we, we, we flog ourselves on these sort of stuff and we, yeah. we often forget about ourselves, you know, like health slips, relationships, that sort of stuff. So for me, like that's my next couple of months, right? I've already sort of planned that January it's going to be, you know, how do you go from sort of that rest period and how do you, you know, because we sort of have that lull, a lot of people take holidays, a lot of people take vacations, that sort of stuff. How can we build up the momentum and hit the ground running in January? Like, how can we maintain the rage for X amount, you know, that long? And how can we sort of 
get our businesses back up and running or how can we finally put, you know, like put our money where our mouth is or the actions, what we wanted to do. So yeah, theming it out, I think is really important. The technical aspect, that's incredibly easy because smartphones these days come with like HD quality video um, and just with a couple of simple tools that you can just really step your game up. And so, you know, that comes and I'm actually, the next webinar I'm doing is shooting video from your smartphone, uh, building your brand with smartphone video. So that would be really cool for if anyone wanted to check it out. That'll be available as well. In um, I'll, I'll put a link in your special download section. Excellent. Do you do all your videos at once for the week? Uh, I should, but no. <laughs> um, that has been my intention, and I do have time set aside every Tuesday morning when I'm not doing webinars or interviews to do that. Um, so I've scheduled in like four hours. Hopefully it's starting next week. It's starting next week. It's meant to start three weeks ago. But it, <laughs> it, yeah, I, I will film all of them. I'll change my shirt in between ones so it looks like I'm not filming. Um, actually, you know what? Nah, it'll just be a shirt of the week. You know? Same shirt. Shirt of the- <laughs> Transparency, And James, yeah, yeah, I will film all, all four, all three, possibly four, depending on what I'm doing. Cool. Where where can people? What's your YouTube name? Um, yeah, name? just just punch in James Chew on YouTube, and you'll find me. So it's James Chew T E W. Yeah. Just in case people are thinking it was like Chew. Yeah, Chewbacca. Which, <laughs> I, ha- I have that every time. Like I meet someone, they're like, "Oh, you're not Asian." I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I know." And like, oh, that was awkward. I was like, "No, it's okay." But you know, yeah. <laughs> and the amount of times that I get, um, I think it's the Aussie pronunciation. Yeah, it like is. it's James Chew, like as opposed to James Tew. Tew. Tew sounds very. Proper, doesn't it? In the motherland. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, people can just find me on YouTube, James Chew. And like I said, if, uh, you know, when this goes live, I'll bang this out today. Go to jameschew.me slash Christina and I'll have like, uh, just, I'll just drop his Cool stuff. Video. Cool stuff. I'll just put everything <laughs> I have on video for you guys, specifically Christina's audience, so you can go check it out. Mm. And I think, and your videos are especially good to watch as well, just to see. To see videos from someone who has just started recently, because it's very easy to look at like a famous YouTuber's videos and go, oh, I could never get to that level because they're so good or like they've been doing it for so, so long. They've just, you know, got it down to a, you know, they've 100% nailed it. Not that you haven't 100% nailed it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You can go back, you can go back to James's first videos and see what he was like at the very beginning and actually follow his journey throughout the months. Because how, how old is the show now? Uh, 11th of August was my first one. So I've just ticked over two months. So it's not long, yeah. not, not old. You've achieved a lot in a short space of time. Yeah. And, and so- that was, and you know, I, I know you got to run, but you know, just quickly, like, I think everyone, if you were starting something or you have started something, take a minute sometimes to just be really mindful of your surroundings and what people are saying to you. If I hadn't, if I hadn't paid attention to what people were saying to me about these videos, I probably wouldn't wouldn't be in the position I am now. The fact that like I released a video and the day after I got an email from someone saying, yeah, that's really cool. To me, like I had to take, take a step back and go, you know, this is the right thing. So just if that's like my last pe- parting piece of advice for like this show is always take moments out of your day, if not every day, at least once a week to be mindful of the feedback and the actual conversations that you have had that week or that day about your stuff, right? Don't always think negative about your stuff. Be mindful what other people, you know, and we talked about not caring what other people think, but like this is like real feedback. Be mindful of real feedback and 
you know, be a sponge for that sort of stuff and just sort of grow that way. Just really be mindful of what people are saying and what people love about your stuff. Mm. Well, that's what happened with me. Like when I did the Pat Flynn video, that wasn't intentionally to get other people's attention. Yeah, it just happened. But then, but then I got all this great feedback from it. And I thought, oh, maybe this is something I should do more of, or maybe this is something that I'm particularly good at. Yeah. So yeah, being aware of what other people are saying specifically good things yeah. about you. Yeah. Ignore <laughs> the haters. Ignore-, Ignore the haters. Actually love the haters because it shows that you're actually doing something worth hating. <laughs> exactly. If people, just, if people just hate on you because they haven't done it themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, James. Thank you so much Thank for you so sharing much. your wisdom with us. Anytime. It's been, it's been great hearing your story. Um, I know we've been, we've known each other for a little while, but we haven't actually had a good chat about where you've been going with, with your, with your new show and everything. So it was great to learn more about that. Thank you. And to see how you're doing. Appreciate it. (laughs) Big thanks again to James Tew for joining me on the show this week. James2.me slash Christina is the site again that you can check out for those freebies. And I'll pop links to that page, James's show and, and so on in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash James. And that wraps up episode 30. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Keep on being awesome. My name's Christina Canters and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. Get Noticed.